We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So out there, too, and it's time now to talk to the manager of the Boston Red Sox, which is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Alex Cora joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. So, Alex, you got a lot of pull in this town now. Did we able to get some tickets for this game one here tonight? No, no, like like Christian likes to say, you know, trying to find the structure of how to get the tickets, you know. <laughs> Everything is structured. <laughs> so you got to, you're not getting, what's the plan? You got to find a window. You got to listen to you, Christian. <laughs> hey, you got to find a window. How about that? You got to find a yeah. Montana, Montana, whatever, Montana however window. you say it. <laughs> no, man, we got in, I don't even know what time we got in here. I don't even know what time it is here. Yeah. Actually, you guys are my wake-up call. So, uh, oh, there you go. No, it's uh, it's very expensive, but uh, you can tell in the hotel the atmosphere. You know, people are excited about this, and um, you know, we'll 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 see what we do tonight. All right, I got to ask you about <laughs> last night. So I was uh, in the booth actually with Joe, and I'm watching this kid Hunter Green throw the ball, and and it was funny because in that at fourth inning. I know it was just great hitters second time through the order, but I think it was Bogey that hit a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. I looked at Joe, and I said, I think he's losing his fastball at 98. Kind of sounds stupid. <laughs> but what what did you see in the fourth that got you guys to, to him? I think, uh, you know, I, I, it sounds stupid, right? But uh, velocity came down. Uh, <laughs> he was 101, 102 with a 92, 93 in my power with a uh, slider. And then you know, he started throwing 98, and – "Quote unquote," everything start blending together, right? And uh, you know, it's amazing the stuff that you know we see on a nightly basis. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday, like you know the, the way he threw the ball those first two innings. He, I mean, obviously they're going to develop him as a as a starter, right? But uh, if you're realistic and and you look his stuff, you're like, and this is like the perfect closer, right? Throwing 102 with a slider and. Obviously, in the ninth inning, the the people are going to be aggressive. They're going to be swinging. And you saw it in the first inning. You know, you, we can go over reports and, and, and CVD and all that, but until you're in the batter's box, you, you really don't know how that one-on-one, one-on-two feels. And we were late, but then, obviously, Rafi, 0-2 fastball, got to it. Bogey did the same thing. And then I think Alex got a change-up, right? Won. So yeah. kind of like put him on time. He barreled it and then drove that ball to right center. So I know Kiki had a, a day off uh, yesterday, but so but why Frenchie leading off? Like what you see in him? What did he do to earn that opportunity? Controlling the strike zone. Uh, he's a guy that uh, <clears throat> you know, regardless of the results, he's been very good at, at swinging strikes. You know, he's not chasing pitches up in the zone, and uh, you know, it's, it's it was one of those that is it was a one day thing, and um, obviously. He didn't work out numbers wise, but he put some good at bats in the first two. In the in the first two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more than five pitches, six or seven pitches, which it was good. But uh, I think that was the, the the only that that that's the reason we lit lit him off. You know, he was controlling the zone, getting deep into at bats, and I just felt right to do it yesterday. 
Uh, Alex, got to ask you, you've been talking to us about this structure, the structure of your pitching. Uh, how do you feel? I got to ask about the bullpen. How do you feel? Uh, do you feel like there that you have a kind of short-term and long-term plan there? Or how close are you to wanting, getting that structure with the bullpen where you'd like it to be? Well, I mean, uh, yesterday was one of those days that we felt really good about it, right? Using Tanner for two innings, and then we we add on, and we were able to take him out and uh, brought in John to, to finish the game. And uh, Tanner has done an amazing job uh, coming out of the bullpen. Uh, just the, the thing is that with him, we got to be very careful, right, because we're thinking about the, the present and the future. But uh, we, we see him as that bridge to get to the late-inning guys, Strami and, and, and Shriver, to finish games. And I think yesterday was the first time that we we went into the seventh on a you know four one game, whatever the score was, and being able to use Tanner the the way we envisioned him, it was good. Uh he did an amazing job yesterday. Uh actually he was gonna go out in the in the ninth to try to finish it, but obviously adding up uh to the score helped us to take him out and now he'll be ready in two days and he'll be available to pitch uh here in Oakland. All right, we're talking to Red Sox manager Alex Corn. Alex, don't laugh at me too much here, but I gotta ask you. So Chris Sale's getting ready to throw uh, maybe some live hitters, right, coming up here soon. Is it a lock he's in a rotation, or can this guy pitch in the back end? No, I mean, uh, the way we see him is, is as a starter. Uh, you know, you got to be careful. We we still got to think, you know, he he's coming out of uh, Tommy John surgery, right? And uh, last year he did a good job. We were able to control his innings and get his uh, proper rest in between starts. So that's the way we envision him right now. Yeah, because I just I'm, I'm trying to figure this out, okay? Because my thought is like I'm trying to uh, at the deadline is Bloom going to go and do the prospect package to get the closer? So I'm trying to find one within your organization, and I, I don't think it's going to be Whitlock, right? He's locked into this rotation. So so where does it come from? Can so any of these starters kind of turn into that role? Because you got a lot of depth there. I mean, uh, as in now, obviously we have to be patient, right, with Chris, and uh, we get there when we get there. But uh, like I said before, the way we see him is as a starter. So, uh, you know, when we get to that point, we're going to make, uh, make decisions. At one point during the season, we have to go down to 13 pitchers, right? So, uh, you know, we have the luxury of having one extra guy, you know, and uh, it has actually helped us in a sense, right, having having more arms than usual or, or what we expect to have in a month. So uh, we, got, we got versatility. Uh, Hansel is coming back and hopefully – by the Angel series, so that's an arm we've been missing. And uh, Tanner, I think he settled, you know, as a, as a reliever, going multiple innings. Schreiber has thrown the ball well; mm-hmm. he just hung his slider to to Hayes. So we got capable guys. It's just a matter of uh, getting 27 outs, as you know. And uh, sometimes it looks uh, like it's been tough. Other other days, we've done we've done the job. I was talking to Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox, and Alex. You know, in radio, you know, we like to read into things. I don't know if you've heard about this uh, from time <laughs> to time. Now, I saw that uh, Dave Bush, the pitching coach, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the, the exact quote in front of me, but he was referencing, you know, how lots of teams would love to have a seven and eight, nine guy, you know, a middle reliever, a, you know, setup guy, a closer. But he's basically saying, like, this is just who we are. From where I was sitting, it seemed like a real polite way of sending a message to High and Bloom. <laughs> True? I mean, not. Uh, <laughs> I really, you know, I agree with Bushy, you know, like kind of like a lot of guy, a lot of teams. I, I, I like structure in the sense that that ninth inning guy 
uh, is very important. But at the same time, you know, the sixth inning is important. The fifth inning is important. So that's something I learned as a manager. So uh, I don't I don't see him the way you you do. But at the same time, it's very important for us for guys to step up and start getting outslating games. And if we do that, we're going to be in, in a better shape. Alex, I want to ask you about uh, your you guys at Fenway so far this season. Uh, having a losing record at home, uh, I think you said something along the lines recently of you got to dominate at home, survive on the road. How do you change that mindset, I guess, to bring up the intensity for you guys at home? I just play better. Uh, it just feels like, you know, like the other day, we made two errors late in the game and we ended up losing the game offensively. Uh, we've been on and off at home. Uh, probably the numbers don't back up that, that statement, but it feels that way. And uh, I think Lou made, made a comment um, a few a few weeks ago. We were talking about it, about Fenway, that you know, offense brings energy. You know, and it feels like for most of the time at home, it's been very quiet, and it's because offensively we haven't been able to score early on. And that happened early in the season and also happened against uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore. Uh, we had a great homestand against uh, Seattle, and I forgot who, who the other team was, but the offense set the tempo, and as you guys know, you know this team is, is based on offense, and uh, when, when that starts going, the place is loud. It's a really tough place uh, to play, but when the offense is not going the way we, we hope so, it's a very quiet place, and uh, you know we just have to try to get the leads and add on and, and, you know, put the opposition in a tough spot early on in the series. And when you do that, that's when you start dominating series. You start winning three out of four. You start sweeping people just like we did with uh, Seattle. So that's what I was uh, referring to. Alex, I want to ask you about a couple of your outfields. Number one, I'll start with Jackie Bradley. Because last night that, that triple E hit, <laughs> fastball in her half, stays inside, hits it the other way. It seems like at Fenway Park, uh, is that green monster just a reminder to stay that way and – and on the road, it, uh, you know, what's going on with him? Because the approach at home has been fantastic. Yeah, I do believe he did a better job in Chicago. Uh, he hit a few balls the other way. Uh, he's made a conscious effort of staying inside the ball and driving on the ball to left field. If you if you go there early, everything in batting practice in on the road and at home is line drives over the shortstop, line drives over the shortstop. He cleaned up a few things uh, early in the season in the Baltimore series. The way his hands were, you know, it seems like it was a three-part swing. Now he's very relaxed, more athletic, and he's been able to to hit off-speed pitches uh, with, uh, you know, with power, you know, which is very important, driving the ball to right center. But, uh, you know, his swing right now, he's been able to stay back on change-ups, driving the other way, get on fastballs and do the same thing. And uh, obviously what he's doing defensively is a plus for us. So we like this version of Jackie Bradley Jr. Hopefully he can continue that here in, uh, in Oakland. The other one is Verdugo because he's absolutely had no love whatsoever since like the first week of the season. <laughs> he's hitting the ball hard all over the place, and he got a couple last night. But how does I'm impressed with the fact that he's able to kind of keep it going because that can get you in a bad slump when you're hitting as hard as he is and getting no love for it. But he's still swinging it, hitting it hard. Now nah, it's very it's it's hard to like quit on your approach when you don't get results, right? Yeah. Uh, we always talk about hitters, you know, like. What you rather have the the four for four with four blue singles or the zero for four with four rockets right at somebody? And as baseball players, we want the four for four. We want the results. But in the long run, that's not going to pay off, right? If you stay with your process and you keep hitting the ball hard, you're going to have a, a good season. And I do believe he's going to even out. Um, you know, he, he doesn't swing and miss. You know, he he's he works the count. I think he's done a better job 
lately with men in scoring position. Early in the season, uh, he was swinging a, a lot early in the count, rolling over uh, change-ups, uh, just missing fastballs, and now he's working the count, getting to, 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 to advantage counts, you know, to get his pitch and drive it. And uh, as you know, as you know, Alex is a good hitter. He, he's a very pure, natural hitter that can go the other way. He can pull the ball for power. And yesterday was a, was a good one for him. That ball hit to right center. I haven't seen him hit a line drive to the gap that way in a while, and that was a good sign. All right, so last one for me. I don't know if you are aware of this, but our morning show, two of our guys from the morning show, Greg uh, uh, Greg Hill and uh, Jermaine Wiggins, threw, both threw the first pitch out at Polar Park. I, by any chance did you happen to see it at all? No, I did not. Okay. I did not. It was horrible. <laughs> it was God. horrible. It was really, really bad. So it just since how we're bad, on – How bad? Oh, so bad. Alex. Like, like bad. 50 – 50 cent bad. Like well, 50, 50 cent bad. <laughs> like like a two hopper from the grass in front of the dirt. Like just really like looks like uh, you throwing lefty. O2 count breaking ball down in the zone. Yeah, like like your kid throwing lefty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they're good throwing lefty too. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. So what what is the what is the worst you have ever seen? Like as a player or as a manager is there other than 50 cent? And and do people just get anxious and nervous about that opportunity and then screw it up what have you noticed um one of the worst was the other day the other day with barnes uh the dj uh, you know the, the <laughs> oh, yeah, guy, Steve Aoki. yeah that was awful you know like <laughs> i mean that was horrible he told barnes he that uh, he's done it like two or three times and you know he didn't reach the play he actually bounced it so Barnes told him, aim high and let it fly. And he actually did, and it was awful. That was horrible. You know, like, I mean, if you're going to do this, at least make it decent, right? Like, like you know, play catch before, yeah. um, you know, Warm make up. sure. I mean, if, 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 you, if you don't feel you can do it from the mound, just, hey, man, go halfway and just flip it there, you know. And uh, it's going to be all over the place, right? People are going to be talking about this for, for a while, and uh, – just make sure you hit the mid and, and move on. It's yeah. embarrassing. I saw Damian Harris playing catch at least before he threw it last night. He just lobbed it in, but it was nice. Yeah, he was getting ready, man. Yeah. He was getting he was, ready for he that. He was getting dialed up. All right, listen, Alex, we appreciate it. A little 10-day road trip piece right there. Oakland, L.A., Seattle. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, and good luck out there. Yes, sir. Enjoy the game tonight. All, All right, right. See you, Alex. All right, Alex. Take it easy. That's Alex Cora. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.